Hey, this is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. We're not professionals. We're just three addicts sharing our experiences, strength, and hope regarding recovery. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in our lives. Welcome to another episode of the 12th Step Podcast. My name is Gary. This is Mike. And this is Daniel. I'd like to, again, welcome you all to another... It's ex- good to be here. Yeah, another exciting conversation. It's good to be here. This is a great topic. I'm looking forward to this, actually. So we're going to be talking a little bit about Step 8. And I know you guys are excited. Yes. Chomping at the bit over Excitement. there. Excitement. I'm going to go ahead and start by reading Step 8 which says, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to all of them. Okay, so I have a couple thoughts. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Well, you know. (laughs) Made a list. Made a list. So there are two pieces that I think that we need to talk a little bit about. Okay. First of all, let's talk about making the list. And then let's talk about the second and sometimes harder part, becoming willing to make amends to them all. Right. Now, uh, now is not the time, in this step, is not the time to make amends or discuss what amends might be. That's step nine work. Right. Uh, This step wants us to focus on making the list, understanding the why the people are on the list, and then becoming willing to make amends. I think there's two things I want to add to that. Okay. I think you're right spot on. First of all, when we talk about making a list, this isn't a mental list. I no. think this is an actual list that you write down. This is a physical list. This yes. is a list that you want to write down and say, these are the people that I believe that I've harmed. And then and then there's something to be said about, about becoming willing to make amends to them all, because that is a process of time. Mm-hmm. Part of our work in step four identified these flaws of character, right. but oftentimes there's so much of an interest in sharing some responsibility with somebody else. Sure. Right? Like, look, this is what happened, this is how it hurt me, and this is my part in it. But you have some part in this too. Yes. Right? That, uh-huh. And I think we want, there's there's a part of us that always wants to do that. that always, Absolutely. And so here in this particular case, what we're basically saying is, is that, all right, look, you may have had some part in this, but I'm at least willing to, I'm, I'm a, a willing to arrive at a place mentally where I'm willing to say, I'm sorry for at least my part in it. Right. And I, you know, you know I, it's, it's kind of funny you bring that up because I remember as I, as I set out to start doing step nine work, right. I had made these lists and I was talking to Shane and I remember saying, I, I am ready to accept a hundred percent of the responsibility for, for 50% of this problem. <laughs> exactly. And I used to say that all the time and man, he didn't like that. No, and my wife no. didn't like that. And I couldn't wrap my head around what that was until finally I realized this isn't about what that person's bringing to the That's table. Right. It's That's entirely right. about what I brought to the table. And I'm 100% responsible for that. And That's it doesn't right. matter what somebody else That's right. did. You know, and, and I'm not doing their work. I'm not, you know, this is my work. So, no, I have to make myself 100% responsible for I'm it. I'm going to share a story because you were part of it, which okay. was kind of fun. All right. I, remember, uh, I remember very early on in this entire path, I'd had a dispute with my wife. Uh-huh. Do you remember this? I don't know if you remember this oh, whole conversation. Let's find out. Um, as we were heading down that path, I, I think I called you on the phone or at least started to text. I think I called you, um, and you made the comment to me, well, <laughs> you need to get that resolved right away. And I was like, I'm not doing it. She's the one that did this. I have no intention whatsoever. No, you need to go apologize right now. 
this is not my fault. This is not my fault. I was so adamant about that. And you're like, it doesn't matter, Mike. It really doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, is that if you don't get this resolved, you will relapse. Yes. Do you remember that conversation? I do remember it now. <laughs> and I, I, it, it, I mean, I stewed and stewed and stewed. And I'm usually one that can pretty quickly go back and say, look, I'm sorry, or whatever uh-huh. the case may be. Uh, just to just to put it behind us, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of sweep it under the rug. It, that's, but but this is a this is really asking something of me to go say I'm sorry in a meaningful way, such that I can put that behind me mentally. And this was all about me. This was, and I think you brought up the point at that point in time that look, this is not some sort of admittance of she being right and you being wrong. This is for your own good mental health and yeah. good and well being. You need to get this behind you. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what the other person brings to the table, even if they're, even if they've done something that's right horrible. You brought something too, right? Yeah. That's right. And, and you need to recognize and own that piece of it. Yeah. Well, not only that, I think when we're focusing on, well, they did this, they did this. We're kind yeah. of in a victim mentality. <laughs> yeah, you are. Which I know I yeah used we are a lot, um, and so we can't yeah. really focus on us to do what we need to, because I know that was yeah. a huge crutch i always lean on because well yeah yeah i did that I, i'll admit to that but she was doing this and this and this she annoyed the hell you out know, of me and yeah, there's I'm, you know, there's gonna be she's I, gonna have to pay man, for that i can't tell you the number yeah. of times i wanted to just throttle shane yeah. because he's like well but you did that and i'm like no she did this <laughs> so i reacted this way and he's like nope you did that too <laughs> like, but no i realize that you know because yeah my behaviors had influenced her to be that way um you know every mistake i made every time i acted out every time i didn't tell her the truth she had to find out it slowly built up the version of the person that was i was dealing with Mm. so yeah yeah, i had a huge part in that i hope i didn't derail your thought but that was a fun story that i remember where just to put me back in a place of of sound footing more than anything was oh for sure this willingness to to really forgive and forget so that I could move forward because that's a, that's a piece of recovery. And no, and I think I think that that actually segues into a, a piece of the conversation that I'm hoping to have is who do you put on the list and why? You know, and you know, you might not you might think that you don't need to put certain individuals on the list because of what they did and you might be yeah. smack dab in the middle of that kind of thinking. Right. When the reality of it is is that you did bring something to the table. Right. Remember this is a list of all individuals you know back to the beginning of time to the very best of your ability to recall and it's not a once go through as you go through it you'll you'll start to remember more and more things and you know there will be some things on your list it'll be so and so so and so so and so on such and such a date i did this and i need to make up for that and then there might be the i don't know that kid in second grade who i you know i've uh um (laughs) I, I'm, I've been famously documented on these these podcasts that uh, that I said there was no way in hell that I'd ever go to a twelve step program. I think I, that, <laughs> yeah, that's come uh, out a time or two. Quite honestly, um, and this is this is one hundred percent pure honesty when I say this, it's these steps six, seven, eight, and nine that have scared me the very, very most. Uh, step four was was one of fear, no doubt mm-hmm. about, where you start evaluating a couple of things. But these particular steps of actually making amends. Because there have been a lot of people in my path of destruction that I have harmed. Mm-hmm. And um, 
becoming willing to to go to those people. That's now we're going to evaluate that in step nine is to say, look, are, am I going to go sit this person and say I'm sorry for the the stuff that I did because, you know, that may cause more dar- more harm and mm-hmm. more damage to 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 both of us. And so we have to evaluate that. And so then the question is, is what are we doing instead? But that's a step nine issue. Right. This particular issue is becoming willing to do that. To, yeah. yeah, all of them. To all of them. Mm-hmm. And that when I contemplate the, the magnitude, the depth, the breadth exp- of my acting out experience, I was taking advantage of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's just no other way to describe that, um, that I was, I was exploiting the financial condition of a whole lot of women that I, I know I harmed and damaged mm-hmm. as a result of my behavior. Yep. And and becoming now to become willing to, to say I'm sorry to those, at least in my mind, is uh, that there's a challenge there. I think of my very first affair, uh, who ultimately ended up in a divorce. Did I have some responsibility in that? Yeah, I'm sure I probably did. And to be willing to say I'm sorry for that. All of those things are, are uh, troubling me. Again, these are the things that made me say however many years ago there's no way in hell I'll do a 12 step program sure. and it's it's the it's facing these very fears uh very much head on has scared me to death literally in terms of the in terms of doing this work now this is this is a really good really good uh, this is why you need to make a physical list yes okay you need to make a physical list of these people because you're going to have to go over it with a few people all right, you're going to make the list, okay, and then you're going to sit down with your sponsor or your right. therapist, and you're going to go over this list, and you're going to talk about why. Why are they on the list first? Why of all? are they on the list? Because sometimes you got to be careful because there are people that you will leave off the list because maybe you don't think it's significant enough. Right. Again, let's go back to the you know kid in the second grade. Yeah. You know, well, actually, do you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak in hypothetical. I'll tell you a real. I'll tell you a real one. Okay. Okay. My younger brother had a friend that would come over to the house, and he would come over and he'd bring his Star Wars action figures, and we would play Star Wars, and then he would leave. And I remember very clearly that when it was time for him to leave, I wasn't done playing because he got a new one that I hadn't had, and it was very important for me to have them all. And I remember tucking that thing under the couch. Wow. Okay. Now, I did not want to keep it, and I had no intention on keeping it. In fact, I returned it to him the next day at school because I said, oh, it'll turn up, and I'll just bring it to you. Right. But I created a situation where it was left behind, you know, uh-huh. so that so that I could continue playing with it that evening. Right. You know, I didn't. Now, keep in mind, I was probably eight years old. Oh, I thought you were going to say last year. Last <laughs> year. This happened. In fact, it was Daniel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It was, it was last week. It was his ship. No. So but, you hid it under the couch. Yeah, I, I just slipped it under the couch and while we were cleaning up. you know, And then I even remember positioning myself so that... He know, couldn't see it. He couldn't see it. Wow. Now, I did return it the next morning, mm-hmm. and I didn't think anything of that. <clears throat> In fact, I didn't even... I didn't think anything of that for a very long time. And it wasn't until I started going through this... Right, uh-huh, uh-huh. that I thought, I owe that kid an apology. I have no idea the kind of distress that I put him in that evening. Right, it was his brand new toy, you know, and he was my brother's age. He was seven years old. What does a seven-year-old kid when they think when they lose their brand new right. toy? You know, right. Interesting. And that was harm that I caused. Now, 
obviously, and there were times that that would recur, that would come back up in my mind from time to time. And I would get a little shudder of guilt because <laughs> I was, you know, yeah. carried some shame over that. Now, I don't get to get rid of that no. until I write that down and I become willing to make amends for that. You know, mm-hmm. now I don't know that I could ever make amends to that kid. I don't even remember his name. My brother's not going to remember, you know, right. You know, so I have no, and that's now that's a step nine kind of it. Kind yeah, of talk. Right. But I would have to be willing to say, Hey, this is what I did. And I'm sorry. Yeah. And he needs to be on that list so that I can finally put that to rest and be at peace with it wow. so that I can resolve that. And it doesn't cause me problems anymore because yeah. it did. You know, I was, when I first started my recovery, I was just over 40. And I thought that was something that I did what, 33 years ago. Years ago. Right. And right. it still robbed me a little bit of my peace. I need to address that. Interesting. And and surrender that piece to, yeah. to God in order to deal with that. So when it says all the people, it really means all the people. Now, you also need to be careful that you're not putting people on there for the wrong reasons and, and owning stuff that's not yours. You don't need to feel guilty about things that you didn't do, which is another reason why you have to go over this with yeah. your sponsor to make sure that you understand why these names are making it on And that makes complete sense yeah. because there's no doubt about it. I think... Uh, uh, one of the one of the natural tendencies associated with this whole entire addictive behavior is to is to not take ownership of the stuff that we do, but also this tendency to take ownership of stuff that's not ours to own. Right. Both of those very much exist in this world. You have any experience with that, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Just curious if maybe Just, that's ever crossed into your path at all. <laughs> ownership of stuff? Yeah, own stuff that's not yours? No, yeah. Uh, I own way too much stuff that was not mine. Do you want to elaborate? I mean, we've got a few minutes. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, with my ex. I mean, there's lots of stuff that I was taking upon of mine that I shouldn't have. I mean, uh, there's a number of phone calls with Gary over months, like, yeah, yeah, that where I was taking on stuff that that wasn't mine. Uh, sh- she had some very particular ideas and thought processes that I was owning that I shouldn't have, wow. you know, and I was taking it upon myself. I mean, and, even to the point of some of the boundaries she was mm-hmm. placing. And what was interesting, or the reason that I kind of threw him under the bus like that, <laughs> was that it wasn't until he brought those up and started addressing them that he realized that he was owning stuff that wasn't his. Yeah, exactly. So another reason why you need to write this stuff down. Yeah. yeah. Now, you are going to use your step four. I hope you did a really, really good job on Absolutely. your step four because yeah. that yeah. inventory is going to be invaluable in, in giving you a head start on this list. Right. right. Well, and it's also amazing how easily it is to fall into that pitfall of owning stuff that isn't yours. I mean, even while going through, you know, like even talking with like Shane, uh, there's a lot of times like, no, that's not yours. Why are, you, why are you owning that crazy? You know, um, even through the, the, the divorce process, it, it came up quite a bit. And there is still sometimes I slip into that even now of stuff from my childhood trauma and that, that I'm still trying to own. But it's like, no, that's not, that's not yours to own. Wow. You don't get that. You can't yeah. have that. <clears throat> why do we fun. do that? <laughs> well, uh, why, do, why, do we, why the, do we own stuff that's not ours and then 
fight so hard not to take credit for what <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. I, yeah. Yeah, I think everybody does it. Sure, Let's, I, I think every human on, on the planet probably does that to some extent. I think so, too. But I think addicts exploit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the key to it, I think. That's that's the difference between being healthy and being non-healthy. Is, yeah. Is I think that uh, everybody experiences that to some extent. But what happens in our universe is, is that when we start taking ownership of something that's not ours or neglecting something that is ours, it gives us license to go act out. Yeah. That's the key. Uh, I, you know, so many of these things, I love one of the very first, one of the very first readings in this, in this, this SAA book talks about the fact that it's this great distractor that's always there, right? Mm-hmm. When we start ruminating over some of these crazy things, what happens is, is that uh, our mind takes advantage of that, and then this addict- addiction jumps in here, and he simply says to us, "Hey, I can, I can take you away from that. I can, I can lead you, you know, all of that stuff." Mm-hmm. Our mind literally starts heading in different directions to avoid having to deal with that. So that's the difference between being healthy and not healthy. Daniel's using his new sign, but I got I two know. things <laughs> I want to, I want to talk about before we start. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, you need to put your own name on the list. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, I think that's true. Uh, you've you've caused yourself a lot of harm, and and quite honestly, you need to make amends to yourself. You need to make that right. Yeah, and I think you're we right. could we could go into a whole. I mean, that's all of recovery. Yeah, I think Qu- you're quite right. on. I, you owe it to yourself to recover. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I think you bring up that point alone brings up something that there's a sentence right here in this that I would like mm-hmm. to read. In step eight, we claim both our integrity. And our compassion. Yes. Yeah. And so there's no question about it. And let me finish that. And become willing to free ourselves from the guilt that we have carried. And I believe that plays heavily into what it is you're talking about. Mm-hmm. We need to put ourselves on that list, if for no other reason than to reclaim our compassion towards ourselves. Yes. And also to rebuild that level of integrity. I think we do that by being honest about this list. Mm-hmm. Which is also why it needs to be complete. Complete, that's right. Because if you're going to reclaim your integrity, it's got to be thorough. Yeah. It's got to be as complete as you can possibly yeah. make it. And then Can't you... say that I'm going to leave my dad off or my mom right. off or something like that because, well, going to them and visiting with them about this uh, uh, would be too hard for me or whatever, so I'll just keep them off the list. So yeah. that's you're right. Talking about it has to be complete. That's the integrity piece mm-hmm. of it. Otherwise, so. it's a half measure, and that's... <laughs> Which avails us nothing. Which avails yes. you nothing. Yeah. So let's spend the rest of our time talking about the process of becoming willing to make amends. Okay. Um, that can be really, really hard. Yes. And I, and I don't believe it happens overnight. No. No. So I, think, I, think some, I think some of them you will actually be very eager to make I, amends to. Sure. You know, there are some things that you'll, you'll really want to make right. There are others that you'll be so hesitant that I think the first step to becoming willing to make amends to them is you put their name on the list. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's almost like, and I, I, maybe this was a 12-step I heard this, where someone was told to make a list of, okay, these are people I'll do, I will talk to you. These are people maybe, and these are people no. I'm not going to talk to those. But as you get through the first section, you're, it's okay. Then you yeah. move on to the maybes. By the time you're done with even them, you're like, okay, I can do the people that I didn't want. Yeah, this right. isn't so, as painful as um, I thought. Because it slowly, you know, I think, and plus getting through all these steps, it slowly made us more and more willing to do this. Because looking at it from step one, you know, it's probably like, no, I'm not going to do that. That's scary. Well, but. you're going you're gonna to find as you do, and, and I know that step eight and nine are terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. 
But you're gonna for, you're gonna find that as you do that work, it's like, and then you can really let let things go, and not feel guilty about them anymore. And mm-hmm. that's so nice, right? You know, it makes it makes the next name on the list a little bit easier to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. And you begin to realize, oh, this this is for my benefit. I'm doing this. I'm for doing me, these steps for me. Yeah. It's not. It's not so much to. Uh, uh, it's not so much even to say I'm sorry to the people that I've caused so much pain and sorrow and hurt from. In terms of you know, because I'm certain that they've moved on with their life. Now I do know that as a result of some of my actions, that some of them are struggling with you know a variety of different things. I can see my own family as being a part of all that, um, uh, and I can see others. But the point still is, is that this is this is a step, and this is step work for us. Uh, being able to reclaim both our integrity and our compassion, two very key words, helps us out tremendously uh, uh, to get to that place where we can finally let some of this stuff go. Well, do you know what? While we've been talking, and I voiced that little story, uh-huh. I remember a little bit more about it. And I'd All like right. to say, I'd like to say, I think your name is Carl, <laughs> and I'm really sorry that I put your Imperial Tie Fighter pilot under the couch. There it is. Wait. <laughs> I am not going to let this be the medium whereby he has done his step eight or step nine work. That is not appropriate. <laughs> Sounds appropriate. All right, I'm going to put his name on a list. I think that, what yeah. if Carl isn't listening right now? You've Somewhere done your out there, I'm there willing, is a Carl I'm that willing. lost his Imperial TIE Fighter. No, he got it back the next day. He but it, it may back. not be the same yeah. Carl, but hey, he's going to be, oh, thank you for apologizing. I needed that. Now oh, I can wow. go on with my life. All right, if that's the case, I want everybody to know that, that I heard her offended. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm not trying to write it off in a blanket statement. Yeah. But, but as I now see, there's another really good example Absolutely. of why you do this work and why you process it out that's right. Because just talking about this, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, I think that's who that kid was. And I think that. Wow, that's fantastic. So, that's a great memory to come back. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Power in these steps, there really is. Really is. Um, when, I, when I contemplate all the damage that I've done with the horrible things that I've done in my life and understand the reasoning as to why it is that I've done some of the things I've done, that's, I'm, I'm always impressed by the work, the step work, and how that addresses those particular issues. Yeah. Things that I've hung on to for so many years. Mm-hmm. So many years that, that conveniently my brain would reach out to and say, hey, you know, remember that time when you were seven, right? And uh-huh. you hid, the, hid that star fighter underneath the couch and use that as a mechanism or a medium to act out. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really interesting and really, really, uh, um, uh, you just see the wisdom behind the steps and the step work. Yeah. So good stuff. All right. With that, this is Gary saying, do the next right thing. And this is Mike saying, do the work necessary to find the peace that recovery can bring. And this is Daniel saying, find the humility in your recovery. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, or have any suggestions for future episodes, please contact us at 12thsteppodcast at gmail.com. That is 1-2-T-H-STEPPODCAST at gmail.com. As a fellowship of recovering addicts, Sex Addicts Anonymous offers a message of hope to anyone who suffers from sex addiction.
check out saa-recovery.org.